Welcome to Men with a Purpose. Men with a Purpose exists to encourage, equip, and empower Christian leaders by convening and featuring like-minded marketplace influencers in a non-threatening, generationally diverse atmosphere of fellowship. And now, here is today's host. Greetings, Southern Colorado, and welcome to another edition of the Men with a Purpose show. I hope that you are having a blessed weekend and love this sunny summer weekend better than the stormy weather we had the last couple of days. I am your host, Dwight Johnson, Jr., I wanted to remind our audience that we started the Men with a Purpose show to give our listeners in the Christian communities of Southern Colorado an opportunity to hear men's witnessing and testimonials. And it's a nice add-on to the monthly Men with a Purpose luncheon, usually held on the second Tuesdays of the month at the Boot Barn Hall, off of Bass Pro Drive, just off the I-25 at Northgate. With a hiatus of the luncheon for July and August, we still continue with the program itself. Plus, we have updated the speaker information for the luncheon. And as we get closer to September, when the luncheons will start again, we'll have everybody's dais and their bios and the whole nine yards. Now, the lineup for our speakers is set through the end of the year. And like I said, we'll have more information for you. And you can go to mwap.org. That's menwithapurpose.org, mwap.org. And you can go there and see all the information that we've had on past and future speakers and their videos of their stories during the luncheon and their witnessing during the luncheon uh, for the Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, September is Burl Kane from Prison Seminaries Foundation and the commissioner of the Mississippi Department of Corrections. That'll be September 14th. Now, October is Dr. Deborah Hendricks from Parents Challenge. That's October 12th. Dr. Hendricks will be our third female speaker in our 28-year history of the Men with a Purpose Luncheon. So that should be a good one right there. And then November is Paul Lundeen. No info on him uh, just right now, but uh, that luncheon is set for November 9th. And then December is Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. And that'll be on the first Thursday and will be the Christmas program. And that'll be December 7th. So that'll be the first Thursday in December, December 7th at the Boot Barn Hall, Jim Daly uh, for Focus on the Family. And more on those speakers on the website at mwap.org. Now this weekend, my guest is Zach Sheehan, founder of Redemption Squad Ministry. I should say co-founder, because we'll, we'll be talking about that. He's the co-founder with his wife, Melissa. Redemption Squad Ministry. Redeeming those in darkness with the light of Christ. Welcome, Zach, to the Men with a Purpose show. Thank you for having me. And uh, let's start out right there before we get to our true first question of the Redemption Squad Ministry. You are the co-founder with Melissa. When did you start that up? Uh, so we've been a 501c3 for about a year and a half now. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay, so... Fresh, fairly yep. new. Yep. Okay. Um, we were doing, we were going out and doing work probably six months to a year before that, but just didn't move in the 501 direction and then finally pressed forward for that. So this is, I mean, I would imagine you and Melissa have been married for how long? Three and a half years. Okay. So that's fairly fresh <laughs> yeah, too. So yep. we're talking about some new stuff, some fresh stuff. So that's great. So let me get to the first question then, because that'll, that'll go back some years, hopefully. Yes, yep. um, how and when did you come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Um, so I didn't become a born again believer till 2017. Um, I wasn't raised in a Christian home. My real father was killed at a young age. My next father was sexually abusive for three years. Um, after that 
I wasn't believed once I was believed, which a crazy situation happened with that finally coming to the light. Um, my grandfather was in the Navy and he got his duty station changed to NORAD out here. So we'd moved out here. Um, I didn't, wasn't taught about God, wasn't raised in a Christian home. Um, but for some reason at seven years old, when we moved out here, I would always pray every night before I went to bed that God would leave me here during the end times to help save those that are still worth saving. Um, so I always questioned how I understood or even how that prayer had got into me at such a young age, because I didn't know who God was, nor was I taught about him. Um, went through elementary school, middle school, getting bullied as soon as I hit my ninth grade year in high school, all my emotions started catching up to me. I would always ask for help and I would always get told things would get better, but they never got better. I would end up going to school crying and not understand why I was crying because I didn't wasn't feeling any emotions, so I would go hide. Um, once it got time to graduating, my junior year, I started getting into popularity because I became captain of the football team. Um, I started partying, drinking, and I just knew the way that I was mentally. If I would have gone to college, I would have just wasted all of that money. Um, so I decided to join in the Navy. Had a, I was looking for a brotherhood, a family. Didn't experience that in the military at all. Um, actually experienced something way worse than that. Um, got out. I only served two and a half years. I was pushed out. Um, after that, got back here. Um, I was completely dropped, and they had put me on sleeping medication and all this other stuff, uh, anxiety pills, antidepressants. Um, and then when I got out, I had no medical benefits and couldn't afford any of that. So then I went to using drugs because I couldn't, there was no way for me to afford that. So I started self-medicating, got involved in gangs, um, selling drugs, um, the whole nine yards, chasing the wrong women. Um, it eventually, I lived that life from 2021 till 2016 or not 2021, um, 2011 till 2016, almost 2017, um, had a situation where I got in some major legal issues, made a major legal situation, um, was about to get sent out to linemen for 15 to 20 years. And in the process of that, at my last hearing, for some reason, the judge was about to sentence me it, but then he stopped and he turned and looked at me and said, I don't know why I'm thinking this and I don't agree with it, but we're going to give you two years of probation and $80,000 worth of classes. I don't ever want to see you again. And in that moment, I heard God's voice clear as day say, you need to get on point now. Do you remember what you prayed as a kid? You need to start doing what I've called you to do. So ever since that moment in 2017, I started seeking the Lord out. I had gone to a couple churches um, where people would ask me my testimony or what had happened or how I was led there. And I would speak to them and I just felt complete judgment start out of that. So, um, I would always leave the churches. I got to a point where I dated a girl. She ended up getting pregnant. Um, her father was a high up leader in the church. She started once it was, I don't, she might've been three, three months into being pregnant. Um, she started coming at me saying, I don't understand how you can forgive your family for what you had been through. And I said, well, the whole purpose of Jesus is 
like his whole one of his whole main things is forgiveness. Um, so I started getting an anxiety that wasn't one that I was used to. And I kept trying to work things out with her. Uh, things weren't changing. So I felt led to step away. She already had a child with somebody else, an ex gang member that had killed himself. Um, well, then I had found out that her parents had paid for her to have an abortion, which, uh, wrecked me. Um, and at, at that moment I told God, if you want a relationship with me, I'm not doing church because if, if this is what church is like, I don't want to be a part of it. Well, three weeks after I had prayed that prayer, told God that I was doing electrical work on an HVAC unit. Um, and I was listening to Christian rap. This other man came up singing along. He was an HVAC technician. I asked him how he knew the music. He told me a small piece of his testimony. And then he said, you should come check out Radiant Church. So I went that following Sunday, um, experienced the presence of God like I had never experienced before. Um, I felt like God said you were home in that moment. Um, I did everything I could to become a member, went through all the membership process, felt led to get baptized. Uh, At this point, I was on a max dose of Seroquel and Prozac that you could be on. I got baptized, um, fully surrendered to God. When I fully surrendered to God, went home, felt like the Lord had said, um, stop taking your medication. So I Googled what would happen if I cold turkey quit Seroquel and all that. And it was basically like you would have seizures or your heart would stop. So I stepped out in faith and I said, Lord, if I'm wrong, um, please correct me. But if I'm hearing you right, then just affirm it to me. Well, I couldn't fall asleep ever unless I took that medication. I immediately went to sleep. I woke up twice in the night with, I I would feel my heart beating out of my chest and I would wake up with anxiety. And once I would wake up, it was like I felt somebody else's heart in my chest right next to mine and I would just fall asleep. And ever since then, I haven't been on any medication. Um, So that was half, I think that was, halfway through 2017 maybe 2018 when i had fully dedicated my life to jesus christ oh man all all i can say is wow that that i mean i'm looking at you and it's like oh my gosh wow that that's a blessing and i'll i'll go your tagline again redeeming those in darkness with the light of christ yes and boom yep there's the story you are the story for that one exactly and if you're going about now in the same kind of messaging, then hopefully people are seeing that yep. men and women, adults, kids, and they're bringing themselves to God to know God better. Yep, exactly. That is that is oh wow that is when we talked about this beforehand. You said there might be some dark stuff I want to talk about. Yep. I'm going okay. All right, we'll get to the but you just laid it all out there yes. right there, brother. Yep. yep. That is oh man that's. For those of you who are just tuning in, this is Zach Sheehan, the co-founder of Redemption Squad Ministry, just gave a tremendous God-fearing message that we should all adhere to. If you have seen some of that in your life, if you haven't seen that in your life, and that is that is just amazing. Thank you very much for sharing, and that that's the story of how you, you came Absolutely. To, to know yeah. our, our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, with that in mind, 
and with it, you were hitting 2018, 2019. Melissa comes in the picture. Let's get to your family now. Yep. Because that is a lot lighter, I would imagine. Absolutely. So, um, and this, what God has done in my life has just been, everything's been extremely quick and I haven't really understood why, but um, you could see with the way the world's going, God's progressing those that are truly following after his heart desire. Things are progressing faster because the world's getting darker quicker. Um, so I had been going to Radiant for six months. I met Melissa at my baptism. Um, I was actually on the opposite side of the church. I prayed to God and I said, Lord, if I'm supposed to speak with her, uh, we'll run into each other while I walk around this corner and Melissa comes around the corner at the same time. You run into each other? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So um, in that, I, I asked her if I could give her my number. I wanted to put the ball in her court. She had had three prayers uh, two weeks just before meeting me that she had prayed. One was, I want a man that knows that he knows that he knows, um, one that pursues me. Um, and I forgot what the third one was. But so she ends up calling me that same evening. We talk on the phone for three hours. The first text she sends is my baptism pictures. I completely ignored them and just came right out the bat with, I've got a crush on you. God's telling me there's an age difference. I don't know how, by how much, and that I need to pursue you. Um, and that I just, I want, I spilled out my whole story because I didn't want to hide anything from her. Um, and she had slid her phone away. She said, because she was in shock because the exact prayers that she had just prayed two weeks ago were being answered right in front of her. Um, Prayer works. Exactly. It does. Prayer does work. Yep. So she had texted me back right after that and said, can I call you? Because she wanted to make sure that I was authentic and not just um, blowing smoke. So she called me. We were on the phone for three hours. We had gone on a couple dates. I think we dated for two months and both of us, well, I started feeling it from the beginning there. I just felt the Lord saying, ask her to marry you, ask her to marry you. Um, and I was like, man, it's only been two months. People are probably going to think I'm crazy. So I got her father's permission. I asked her, she had said yes. Um, right after that, I think a month later, we set our wedding up, which this was another crazy situation is we felt like we were supposed to have the wedding quickly and we didn't understand why. So we just obeyed. Um, our wedding was December 31st, which is good. Cause that's an easy date to remember. Sure, you betcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have our wedding. Um, we get blessed with, it was eight or 10 days in Hawaii. We went to Honolulu. Um, we get back the second we get back from Hawaii, COVID breaks out. Oh, wow. Um, so, and that, in that moment, we were like, holy cow, no wonder God was pressing us to get married or pushing the, the wedding forward. But uh, you get to spend time now. Exactly. Together, total time together. Exactly. Get to know, yep. I mean, no no leaving the house uh, 24 hours a day for yep. as long as yep. if COVID lasted, I guess. That's so, right. That was, it was a honeymoon after a honeymoon, I guess you could say. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a definitely a good time to get to know Get to know the wife that you just married. Absolutely. And you talked about your, your football days where you're captain of the football team for high school. Yes. Is that a high school that was in this area? Yes, or? I went to Coronado High School. Coronado, okay. Yeah. Well, looking at you now, you're pretty big, so you must have had a growth spurt. 
I did. Because I'm sure nobody as captain of the football team didn't really bully you. No. And and what are you, 6'4"? Yeah, 6'3". Okay, 6'3", and, and uh, I... I'd stay away from you. you know, no bully on this side, but you know that's that's. I mean, again, that's one of God's growth spurts. Exactly to where you you got to where you needed to be. Yep. So you could prove yourself on the field, and of course, coming to Christ and your story, your story that you just laid out. Yep. Uh, basically built for that too. Exactly. So you and Melissa have a Redemption Squad ministry, and um, in a short time that you've been to Christ. And a short time that you've been married, yep. I mean, a short time, I mean, any now it's, you know, six years, five, five yep. to six years. Yep. So Redemption Squad Ministry is going on, and, and, and we already said your tagline, tag redeeming those in darkness with the light of Christ. Yep. What do you all do? So I'm going to, I'll give you the, the brief, what we're moving in right now and what the bigger vision is, um, or what the bigger thing is God's called us to. So we go after prostitutes, gang members, ex-cons, the homeless, addicted, um, single mothers, and then those that have been sex trafficked right now. We've partnered with the Springs police department. Um, they showed us a map of their rough and low income areas. So we go door to door with provision boxes full of food and hygiene products. We take out 200, 200 boxes at a time. Um, if we can afford it, cause we have to pay for everything. We do twice a month. If things are a little tight, we'll do once a month. Um, but we go door to door. We just knock on a door, say, Hey, we're just in the neighborhood. We know inflation is insane and we're just here to bless people. We don't smash Jesus or the Bible in their face. Once they receive the box, after they receive, we always ask if there's something that we can pray for them about. And then that's normally where the floodgates open. Um, so we've gotten to lead people to Christ, pray for healing, um, share the gospel with people. It's been insane what God has done with that. Um, so essentially lifted up out of the darkness into the light. Yep. And now you're going back in to help them physically Correct. and mentally yep. get them to bring themselves out of the dark. Yep. Uh, and I would imagine that is a project. Like you said, if you can, if you can take the boxes, fantastic, twice a month. Yep. If not once a month, but you're getting out on the streets. Yep. True street ministry. Exactly. And getting the word out. And uh, how can, at this point, with your doing, when you're doing this, you're looking for support, how can they support you? How can people, how can, how, how can the good listeners of, our program and of these radio stations help you get the support you need to go back into the streets and lift them out of the dark. So we need, we're looking for more volunteers. Um, we've got about 40 or 50 that'll come help us prepare the boxes on a Friday evening. And then we've got about another 30 to 50 that'll come out with us. Um, but food's not free. None of it's free. And it actually, it costs about $1,000 to get boxes, tape, um, stickers made, cards for the church, everything covered with that. Um, and then food, we try to get what well, we've been getting about five to 6,000 pounds at a time. So that costs about $3,200. So if somebody does feel led, um, you could go to redemptionsquadministry.org. We've got a giving link on that page that we you could donate to us or you could reach out to us at redemption squad ministry or redemption squad 888 at gmail.com um, and get in contact with me and 
we could figure something else out from there if you want to volunteer, get added to our email list or something. Okay, fantastic. That was kind of fast. So go over one more time yep. so we can get it out get it out there in terms of the website and then I and the, I think you said a phone number in yes, there. Yes. Okay. So um it's redemptionsquadministry.org. We've got a giving link at the I believe it's the top right portion of the page if you go to that. Um you it will it will take you to a one time giving or monthly giving or whatever you feel led to do there. You could also reach out at redemptionsquad888 at gmail.com. Um, send me an email. We can get in contact for volunteering or if you want to donate in another way with food or boxes, whatever it is. And then if you would like to get in contact with us, the number is 719-313-8982. Now, I met you and Melissa at Radiant Church when when Todd and Kelly were on stage giving a tremendous message. So I know you're you're there and um, certainly you'd like to bring the people that you're bringing up from the dark and into the light. You want to bring them there, but also is there a place for you that you have? I know you have a place to store things and to set up things and get ready to go out on the streets, but is there a, a place where you get together and have Bible studies or do you try and bring everything over to Radiant? So we we go to Radiant, um, or if we've partnered with other churches, we will put their sure. stuff in the boxes so we are directing people to their church. Um, whatever area we are in, we know gas prices are crazy too, so we try to help with what's convenient they are with people. Up there. Oh, yes. I know, it's crazy. Yep, so um, whatever church we'll partner with, we will throw their information in the box with ours and then direct them to them. Um, but we do do discipleship and Bible studies and all of that if people feel led um, to reach out to us or we just try to get them involved with the church community if they want something a little deeper or they're just growing in their faith um, and trying to get a little more solid of a foundation. But we try to walk the entire journey with them, stay in touch, do one-on-one discipleship, whatever we can do to help these people's journey, we try to stick along with them. So once they get there, yep. to the point where you got to yep. and continue to expand on that, you stay with them to make sure. Yep. So it's like being a doctor, you you, you find their cure per yep. se, and then you continue with the help. Exactly. And then Jesus, Jesus lived with his disciples. So we are a lifelong ministry. We will never stop keeping in, talk, in contact with somebody. We are, we are family. So we try to just maintain that family mentality with somebody until they just either don't want to talk to us or they move on. Um, but even if they move on, we will still reach out and check out to see how they're doing. And if there's anything, we continually will try to help people. So it's an ever, ever growing and changing family. Exactly. So have you uh, obviously been consistent with this and it's worked? You had great success with oh, it? Oh, absolutely. It's it's crazy. Um, the families we've gotten to work with that have come out of sexual abuse, the addicts, all of it, it's been just, it's humbling that God has found us worthy even after the mistakes that we've made in our lives to go out and help those um, that are stuck in similar situations that we may have been in. That is that is tremendous, and that is, that is a blessing. With that in mind, I do ask: Is there anything new on the horizon? You've been consistent, but are you going to try and uh, put something else on that board that you guys? Absolutely, did? we are actually looking for help. We are trying to get thirty-five acres in Peyton, Colorado. Um, the provision boxes is just a small piece of what God's built this ministry for. 
We want to house, disciple, um, all the groups that I was just talking about. We want to set them up with a solid foundation of Jesus, um, all the gifts of the Spirit, Bible studies, worship, get them their GEDs, their license, um, into trade work, whatever we can do to make somebody solid um, with a just a belief in their authority in Christ and then pour them back out into the community so that they can help bring a difference. Great. One more time on how they can get a hold of you. So it's redemptionsquadministry.org, or you can reach out by email at redemptionsquad888 at gmail.com, or our cell or our phone number is 719-313-8982. Wow, Zach, I, I appreciate you being here. My heart was up in my throat. <laughs> uh, incredible story today, and, and a lot darker than what I thought it was going to be. Yep. But it, it's needed to get out there, and, and what you said and what, what's going on in our world, it, it needs, needs to be said. So I appreciate you being here, Zach, and, and, and awesome, awesomeness to Melissa and everything you got going on. Um, thank you for being uh, on the Men With A Purpose show, and God bless you and your family with your endeavors and the continuing to share your message and engage in the Christian community. This has been the Men With A Purpose show. I'm Dwight Johnson, Jr. Have a great weekend. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to Men With A Purpose. Men With A Purpose Colorado Springs meets at a monthly luncheon with a featured speaker and messages that empower, equip, and encourage by the power of their testimony. Join us next time on Men With A Purpose. For more information, go to mwap.org.